Welcome back, everybody, to episode 125. Wow. 125. That's a great number. That's a great number. I'm great glad you number. said that. It Wait, really what's what's 125? You know what? I always it just rolls well, you know. I don't really know what I'm associated with, but I always associate it with 125th in Harlem. So oh, no. <laughs> New York <laughs> niggas. <laughs> <laughs> it just is what it is at this point. Um nonetheless, I am here. Of course, I am Mills. I'm alongside JG Okotu, Jeff. Still. What's good, bro? What's going on, man? How's everything going? Everything is good, bro. Everything is good. Um, we are not here alone. We are not. We <laughs> we are here, and I have to introduce somebody, someone that we're very very happy that we brought on to the Lookout family at this point because oh man, it it, it is, it is an incredible almost. honor. Yeah, it's incredible honor for just to have your knowledge, your expertise, your brain, your 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 thing. So we have one half. Of Subs Live, Dubs Live, which you can now listen to on the Lookout Network. We have Versace Vegeta J himself. What is good, bro? Yes, sir. Just flew into Kame House. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Would you fly in on? Easy flight. Would you fly in on? Let me. Yeah, you know. Was it Nimbus? Yeah. So no, no. Balmain, Balma. You know what I'm saying? She (laughs) hooked me up with a a capsule plane, bro. So you know what I I flew on in. It's only right. You know, you got to get one for sure. Yeah. Yo, you think she gave like Yamcha one for like the low? No. Like, she... oh, no. No. <laughs> no. Because even in uh what was it? Uh Trio Might, bro. Yamcha talks about he put a 15-year loan on the <laughs> plane just for it to get smashed up by Turles's game. Oh, bro. that and is. And like, you got that just to get the hose or what? Like Damn, she was mad as hell. All that bro. money, man. She ain't trying to give nothing up. I'm glad you brought that up because you've been going through Dragon Ball movies this summer and you and D have been killing it Absolutely. with all the expertise and everything that I've been learning from this, you know, this, this podcast. Yeah, I thought we um, were hot when we did it. Like, you know, when we were talking about Dragon Ball early on, but man, we really needed y'all. Bro, I'm really glad to be able to bring all this because it's a lot of information, especially in those uh, those Japanese guidebooks. And we just never have gotten those over in the States. Mm-hmm. So being able to uncover all that and really just give some real good inside info on what can make some of those bad movies at least have a bit more context. Right. Yeah, it's been real fun going through with those, especially watching them all over again. Uh, God, like there's stuff you just forget over the years because you only remember the, the hot moments. I barely, I'm, I'm keeping real, I barely, so all this stuff has been a great revisit. And of course, I'm New York, so you hear the siren. Man, the never yeah. fails. It just is. It just Jeez. is what it is. You probably also hear construction in the background. I don't know what it is since we've been starting this podcast. Probably since 2009, they've been doing construction across the street. And I'm like, yo, it's 2022. <laughs> what are we Finish doing? It up, man. <sighs> but nonetheless, man, Dragon Ball movies, they're they're an exciting adventure to go back through. And you kind of like these snapshots and, and, and these experiences and a lot of the actual like art, too, that isn't the I'm assuming the same people who do the art for the show usually aren't the same people who do it for the movies yeah it's usually a very specific team that works mm. on the movies and if you compare it to the show it's always that team that does the really thick line designs right um the ones that have done some of the more iconic episodes like when trunks fought frieza and stuff like that that's the movie team. and y'all are the movie team and we're looking forward to as we're <laughs> building up we're building up to 
um, Dragon Ball Super Superhero, the release in North America. If you have done a great job with dodging spoilers, <laughs> great for you. You have to do an amazing job if you're trying to yeah. dodge them. But if you've dodged them, really salute. Toei made it even harder this week. Yeah, nah. They re- releasing commercials and pretty much with everything for the movie. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, we're saying this to let you guys know, it's flagrant out here in these streets. Yeah. You guys need to be more vigilant. You might need to mute a couple more turns. Yeah, do not Twitter search Gohan at all. Yeah, yeah. Just don't do it. Yeah. Nonetheless, I'm glad that we're here today oh, because man. we're here so to talk about an iconic series and actually this year marks the 30th anniversary of the series which is why i definitely wanted to do this because yu yu Hakusho is such a i guess it's one of the when you think of the the early um influx of anime especially of the toonami era on cartoon network this is definitely one of the more prominent ones i personally didn't watch it during that period i don't know why I just was really into the four o'clock hour. Like, give me Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball Z, and I'm probably doing homework after that. <laughs> um, but it was definitely part of the initial era. So Yu Yu Hakusho that we're here to talk about. And I'm excited to talk about this because I have so many questions. I have so <laughs> many questions. And and Jeff, this is your guy, Takashi. Yeah, yeah, this is my guy. It's crazy you, what you you say what you said because rewatching the first season again, I kind of get the same... Uh, I have the same feeling as far as like not watching it, like trying to figure out why I didn't watch it back then. And I mm-hmm. think it just wasn't like appealing to me at my age at that point. Like I think Dragon Ball was so easy to grab onto um, because it was just like, I mean, the it was fighting and it was like, it was just different. You know, that first season, which we're about to talk about, it, it takes a minute to figure out what's actually going on. I mean, you know, for any kid, we're not about to sit through that. It's like watching Gundam Wing at that age, too. It's difficult to just, like, comprehend, I guess. I feel that. But, yeah, yeah. Togashi is my guy, and he is back working on some stuff now. But uh, this is definitely a legendary series from manga perspective and the anime. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, he has his ways. Let's just say that. Jay, what is your first experiences with the show? Yo, it's a little bit different. Uh, I can definitely say I was watching back when it was on Midnight Run, man. Look at uh, this guy. <laughs> no, for real, dude. When they first started showing uh, the Taguro fights mm-hmm. with Yusuke, I was like, oh, we got something here. This is different. And then they started leaving. So you came in where that yeah, action was Exactly. Yeah. There we go. There we go. That makes sense, though. Yeah, exactly. I, I caught on from that point, and then it goes right into the dark tournament. So I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh no, this is my shit." Yeah, it had like, already got riled up at that point. I can't even lie. For a little while there, I might have been a bigger Yu Yu Hakusho fan than I was a Dragon Ball fan. That's I know that's a lot. That's fire. That's fire, though. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Like Yu Yu Hakusho, I get he has a great way of developing main characters yeah i will say that like he got them down i think the structure of the show especially with the kind of like the the, the quartet of you know yusuke kuwabara karama hiei i think and especially the the differences between all of them i think he got that down pat absolutely he's he and, can do that all day and yeah, yeah, and you look at Hunter Hunter as well, and you you look at the quartet that they have there yeah. as well. Yeah, very similar. Different. Very similar, but also all very unique, and you love them all. You don't love one. You can you you. I mean, you have your favorites, but you don't really love one more than the other. There's no reason to rank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you love them all for different reasons. Absolutely. Um, 
my thing is, yo, his secondary characters and stuff like that. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> like, what is everybody doing in this show? The villains and all this other shit like that. Um, I'm very glad to get into the Spirit Detective saga because it is the it is the jumping off point. It is a point where I have so many questions on where we're going and what we're doing with this entire show. But first, you can't kick things off about Yu Yu Hakusho without kicking off with one of the most iconic opening themes that's that's right. ever yeah, existed on. in music. Yeah, <laughs> so no, seriously. No. Yeah, seriously. I think if opening never gets skipped. It, it carries outside of like anime. You know, I think we know where it comes from, but there's people that can like pinpoint that shit regardless. That's true. It, that's it true. Has a I know back in like, 03, I used to have that song burned on a CD and I would play it in the ride with my mom and my sister and they would be jamming like not even knowing what it was because it just sounds good it's just good it feels good like there's very rarely there's these like and i equate this to like even just this is like beyond just anime stuff like you listen to like earth wind and fire right mm-hmm. like yeah. shit, and the feeling those songs give to you is like what this song gives to you yeah, you're timeless. You're it. timeless it's timeless listen i'm gonna go through the lyrics real bit <laughs> I want to go through that. this. I love that. I want to go through this a little bit. This it's definitely really like a, a LimeWire top 10 hit right here, man. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. You dig? Listen, it says, running in a crowd in a faceless town, I need to touch the feel of a friend. In the countryside, I wander far and wide. The isolation gets me again come on man i don't know where to go (laughs) i don't know where to go come on frank ocean who when i feel like crying oh my it's time to open myself do something new I want to stop and grow up a bit. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Wow, we can now all relate. Here's, now here's the part that always gets me. Then suddenly, oh man, and <laughs> <laughs> suddenly is my. That's the part to me yeah. that like takes the song to like a song. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're telling a story, like, man. It it, it 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 suddenly like I can't explain what the then suddenly does, but it's a, then suddenly. My power and my confidence start swelling up, magically erupt, and it's all because of the kindness that I feel from people I don't even know. Wow. If this doesn't explain this podcast, I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, then suddenly, see, so does it a fucking yeah. Then suddenly. My intuition and my wisdom grow, mm. and then I know. The most of all I sense, compassion's real. Thanks to strangers wherever I go. Thank you for waking me up. Wow. Damn. Listen. Hey. That's deep shit, man. This is is powerful. This is the power of friendship right here. It is. I mean, you really can't talk about this series without talking about that song. The way this song makes people feel, the way this is a constant staple in anime karaoke and like 
just in anywhere where you're playing anime i have a friend who plays anime dance music he plays for a lot of parties as well and i know that you can't not this is like the dreams and nightmares this is like you can't yeah you can't let it like you can't cut it off anywhere during this point because it's such an iconic theme song and it's such an iconic feeling that it presents you haka show if nothing else this has a fantastic amazing fucking theme song now let's get into the music the music in general no it's a rare example where the english version of an anime track is just as yes good as yes version. good point good point listen we're well, here to talk about the spirit detective saga let's start things off we were introduced i you know what I always say this because I always get caught up. I'm about to end up going. Usually, I stop myself because I don't like to go like sequen- sequentially during this entire yeah. thing. I like to break down the thing as kind of like a whole and kind of respect it on that kind of aspect. But I wanted to start with this question because from the first episode, especially, this there has never been a protagonist that has been so widely hated within <laughs> the fr- by ev- teachers bullies girls guys moms everybody i'm asking you this question which could you ever see yourself i mean by the end of the series it might change actually by the end of the series it might not change could you be friends with you yusuke urameshi would you ever be yusuke urameshi's friend in real life i mean he's not he's not my type of nigga you know (laughs) uh but (laughs) i mean even at the end of the series which i know that's not what we're talking about like he still carries that same stigma to yeah. a degree so uh i don't think i'll be really cool with him i think i'll probably think you know might give him a little what's up bro you know give him one of those but nah friends i don't know bro yeah, know. yeah. if i had seen him in the hallway at school i probably would have dapped him up and been like <laughs> that nigga is on school. yeah he wild yeah yeah <laughs> Yusuke, how come you never in school, bro? Like, how come you always, how come teachers always cussing you out and you cussing them back out? Like, with, with, he's beating up everybody. He hits like Kurobara with this, like, this insane fucking, uh, not even a juju, like, an arm bar in the yeah. middle of an ass kicking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, yo, he really. Yeah, bro wants hands at all times. Yeah. Like, he wants fades at all times. Yeah. At all times. I all mean, time. um, the first episode is to me, like, they set you up for like a whirlwind and then literally the next three, four episodes, you would think that it's a romantic comedy. I don't. All right. So yeah. let's talk about this first arc. Let's get this first arc out of the way because the first arc to me doesn't run the same temperature as the rest of the arc. It doesn't. It doesn't. Um, it's fine. The, fir- the first arc of the show, what are your guys kind of general thoughts watching this? Because to me, it's a, the, the concept of the show is it's a very weird concept because it's how it starts but how it starts doesn't really follow up with the rest of it. Mm-hmm. So he dies. Right. And that could be the premise of the show on its own. He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> and he's an angel or a spirit detective trying to get back to his family in his own world. That could be the premise of a show itself. That could be a premise for 120 something episodes, maybe. So true. Trying to get back to life. They filed, they summed this up in five episodes, which makes me think, like, yo, is it actually like high when he writes this? Like, he might have been. Uh, <laughs> it's possible he so the premise is especially in this first arc is that he dies in the first episode crazy only the a lot of go you know a lot of people die oh, in only shown it so, yeah um, <laughs> but he's he's brought to the spirit i mean he's 
by the Grim Reaper, we introduced the Botan, which is very, you know, it's like Grim Reaper, but also she's wearing pink and she's got blue hair. It's very offsetting. Off yeah, we love Botan. And it was like, yo, you actually weren't supposed to die. Like, we have no room for you in the spirit world and the evil world. Like, we got no room for you. So what we're going to do give you is the opportunity to get your life back by completing these good deeds. And that could be the premise of a show, right? Like, it could, really it could be an entire premise. By itself. Yeah. It could be, yeah. for sure. Like, three seasons worth, yeah. Nah. Five <laughs> episodes max. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Togashi said, look, we just need a way to turn this shit up for a second, and then we're going to get to the real shit. But here's the thing. It's like, I'm trying to get from the point where he does all this to becoming a spirit detective. Mm-hmm. It's really blackmail, kind of, in a sense. Yeah. Of, yeah. like... <laughs> You do this for us, we'll look out for you. We gave you your life back, but also we found out that like you have this insane amount of spirit energy as well, and we'd like to use that for you to become this spirit detective because we give you your life back in a sense. And they go through this entire thing of like you know Keiko. We're introduced to Keiko, who's the like a love interest to the nth degree, mm-hmm. um, with everything kind of Keiko related running around yusuke which is something i don't think they would probably do in today's anime um, no we're all we're yeah. that's over that time is over yeah yeah she would be a, a fighter right alongside them <laughs> yeah. nowadays. she'd be just as strong as him yeah <laughs> he's like damn how did keiko get spirit energy she uses the, the spirit whip or something along those lines you know what yeah, i'm saying you are, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, straight up she she is the love interest to the nth degree in terms of like everything related to her surrounds around Yusuke in every instance of the word. Damn, Yusuke's dead, but I can't stop thinking talking about Yusuke. I'm going to school and bullies asking me like, "What about your boyfriend Yusuke? Yeah. He's dead, isn't he?" Um, hey, she put her she put her life on the line, man. Yo. Seriously, even the teachers—they're like, "Yeah, well, you know, your boy dead. What you gonna do about that?" Yeah, like, bro. Can nobody respect. talk to her? About just herself? Yeah, but they really don't fuck with him. That tells you that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the teachers are terrible in this fucking Awful teachers. The worst. Bro. Awful. <laughs> what are we paying for? Yeah, I was like, not even like a good teach in the group. Like, not all of them just, they got beef. Yusuke must have put the air out the wheels or something along those lines. Because it's like, I'm like, yo, this is ridiculous. Um the teachers were actively more evil than some of the demons. Are. <laughs> yeah. Demon, at least the demons have like a real motive to be hating. Yeah. Nah, teachers are just hating. This is hated. Togashi must have hated teachers. Must have hated any adult figures in life. Um. So essentially, he go. I mean, they go through all these various things. There's so much that happens in this first episode. There is. There is. There's an arsonist. That um, his body is dead, but then they get like you know they they find out through the grapevine like yo there's a possibility that he come back. Make sure you preserve his body. Um, it was like make sure you preserve his body, and then like right at that instance, just happens to be an arsonist that comes through and tries to burn down things, and then Keiko has to save the body and stuff like that, and he can mm-hmm. only be revived with a kiss. Yeah. And, and Kurobara, we find out that he has spirit energy. Kurobara is like the the chum, the the the. How do, how do you feel about Kurobara? At this point, he's annoying, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that is, I mean, it, to me, like, I look at, like, Liario from Hunter x Hunter, and I'm like, okay, yeah, you got to have somebody who just kind of, you think it's cool, cool look, you know, but maybe some nice dialogue, but still just annoys you. Uh, you got to have it. <laughs> um, one of those type of things. Yo, 
That's Chris Sabat, I'm assuming. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, so yeah, it's definitely so. Chris Sabat. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's Chris Sabat. <laughs> the man's a legend. I'm yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It's 100%. like a mix between his piccolo voice and his young voice. <laughs> Literally. Man, I was like, yo, this is kind of insane, like the amount of, the amount of voices that he's done during this entire run. Yeah. And especially, I mean, it's this point of his career, I'm assuming, they're doing the dub of Dragon Ball Z. And they're doing the dub of Yu Yu Hakusho, mm-hmm. and he's doing the dub of One Piece, and he's doing the dub of like so many other things. And yeah, I'm like, man, I'm, a, I'm looking. I'm, you looked at the credits. You see, you know, the assistant ADR directors, Christopher Sabat and Mike McFarlane, and we're just. I'm just like, bro, come on, man. These people have been doing this for so long. So long, this bro. thing. And there's these voices that you hear when you hear Hiei's voice. It took me a while to register Android Seventeen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It is same thing with same um thing. with fucking Genkai. Took me a while to register Frieza. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, like, so let, let me see if you caught this one. Did you know that Yusuke's uh Super Boo? No. <laughs> Go back and watch the Majin Buu saga. I definitely didn't know that. It especially when he absorbs Gohan, some of his yelling is exactly like Yusuke's. Oh, like really? that's the wow. only way I I put that together. Huh? Crazy. Yeah. Thing. Okay, I'm interested who else is on this damn cast because this is during the era where like everybody's there's like I'm not saying there's only six, but the circle was small. The circle oh, yeah, was especially small. in Funimation. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they were using everybody for everything. So I'm actually interested in who were the other um dub characters throughout. I know to girls sell. Really? Mm, yeah. Wow, dude. I didn't even see. That's no. crazy. But yeah, I mean that tells you how small the circle was at that point. The whole Dragon Ball cast is on this fucking show. Yeah, That's basically. Yeah. They did a great job, though. Except maybe Sean Chamel. Is Sean Chamel on this show? Um, I, he may have played a small role as one of the demons, but not a not a major one. I'm Goku. I'm Goku'd up right now. I got Goku bread right now. Yeah, um, exactly. I know but, uh, Keiko is Dende. Damn. And Little Trunks. Oh, my Bless God. Him. Come on now. It all comes together. Oh, anyway, that first arc out of the way, Yu Yu, <laughs> Yu Yu, Yusuke um, comes back to life, becomes a spirit detective, and then the show actually starts. That's what we're, yeah. That episode, like five, six realm is like, okay, we're picking up. Here we go. That's we're what this shit's up. about. Um, and he's sent on missions. He's sent on missions. And the first bit of missions that we see, we're introduced to the characters. I mean, he has to recover three spirit items. And we're introduced to wait, who's the first guy? The guy that dies who never gets to be. Like it, it, there was three of them. There was um is it Gokai? Gokai? Goki. Goki, Hie, and um Kurama. And you know, G had to <laughs> he ain't get no he ain't get no sexy hair, he ain't get no um cool, you know, quip or anything like that. He just dies out of the three, man. And, and he, he looked like the loser out of the three. You know what I'm saying? Like they just, it was meant they to drew be. him with a basic demon look, three horns, some fang teeth. That's it. Like, can we talk about the demon, the the the, the 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 villains that he creates? I'm not saying I'm like. To me, I'm looking at it like the demons, or I want to see the demons. Let's look at the villains in like Dragon Ball, and this is a very poor com- comparison to make. But the villains in Dragon Ball. Very clear, distinctive. Mm-hmm. You see who they are. You remember who they are. Yeah. 
these are like if those are like Pokemon, these are like Digimon to me. <laughs> okay. Like okay. these are very like interesting designs and kind of how they take this. And it, it to me, it re- watch rewatching this series, like just rewatching this series in general. And I'm glad that I watch Hunter Hunter first. Not to say that this is bad or it's anything of the right, world, but right, I'm glad right. I watch Hunter Hunter first because I get the context now for a lot of that show from this show. That and makes not sense. Ne- necessarily through the villains, but through the characters and the the he's so tight knit with these core four. Mm-hmm. And like everybody else, I mean, they're introduced to the show, but they don't really have a lasting effect on it. <clears throat> I feel you can like explain most of the other characters in a single sentence. Yes, basically. absolutely. And that's how I feel like you can do with Hunter Hunter as well. Um, I feel like a lot of the other characters, and even similar to, um, I think one of the most random characters that I like in, in Yu-Yu is Korobara's sister. I was just like, what is she even here for? But she's yeah. cool because she smokes. But like, what is she even here for? But she's involved a lot. And I was like, huh, this is very, very interesting. Kind of like the what he does with all these kind of side characters, but we get introduced to the second arc. He has to recover these three items. We get the battles with, um, uh, well, let's talk about Hiei and, uh, Kurama. Cause we don't really got to talk about Gokai. We Gokai got to. Whatever. What is it? Jeff. Hiei. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that nigga, that's a cold nigga right there. Boy. He's your guy. Yeah, that's really my guy. And honestly, I would have picked Karamo, Karamo for you, to be honest. I mean, I mean Karamo is, you know what I'm saying? They got all the swag. I like him. But he just had, he, you know, he reminds me of a Hunter Hunter character, too, yeah. actually, in a lot of ways. Uh, but no, I, you know, I like the dialogue. I like the the, the asshole in him. Mm. Just, a, just staticky for the sake of being static. Yeah, like, you, you know, you want to, like, you don't want to like him, you know, but it just works. And I think it is one of those characters that obviously is one of the first people you think about when you think about the series as well, which is like important. But yeah, yeah, I mean, he's awesome. And that episode is fire too. The the three eyes. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Jay, what did you think about Karama and Hiei when they were first introduced to the show? Oh, and man. Kind of like lasting effect they had too. Right there with Jeff. Hiei was my guy. Um, you know, I I can remember in 2005, I'm seeing this new anime that's coming out of Japan. It's got these ninja kids in it, and there's this kid with black hair that shoots out fire. And I was like, "That's a Hiei copy," <laughs> and his name is Sasuke. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was I was literally just like, "Whoa, hang on, I, I know what I'm looking at here." So yeah, Hiei definitely had a lasting effect on me. Kurama, Ooh, you think Hiei really the 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 you think he's truly the precursor for Sasuke and everything that happened with that? I, I would say he's a he's a huge influence on characters like that. Mm. You know what I mean? Just like the broody sort of like side character. Well, a lot of people would say it's Vegeta, mm-hmm. but Vegeta wasn't introduced to be that, right? They just kind of said, oh, you know, in Dragon Ball, villains become friends. That's just how that works. Right. Whereas in Yu Hakusho, you could tell when Hiei and Kurama were introduced, like they're going to be a part of this core unit and just that entire weight that he brings to the team where it's like everybody knows they should not fuck with him but he's still cool with them you know what i mean like i always like that about his character i also love karama's character for being this elegant 
yet like dangerous core of their team, right? Because there's so much mystery behind him. Mm-hmm. You don't know how he's going to fuck shit up in every... He, feel, he feels like cool, calm, collected compared yeah. to the rest of the actual group. Like the rest of the group is like ready to jump into action in a little yeah. bit, but he's kind of like the a little bit more reserved. And I you think tell that... His motives are, right. You can tell his motives are a little bit more meaningful. That's right. That's right. And whenever he gets into a battle, it's one of those things where you're you have your eye on him, like, what's he going to do this time? Because it's every single fight he's in, it's always something new to his character. It's always mm-hmm. something added to his uh, repertoire. And he's also the, the dopest shonen character ever that's never thrown a fist. Hey, bro. That's, that's, a, that's a real <laughs> statement, man. Huh. You know? Yeah. You go back and watch all 112 episodes. That man never throws a single fist. No need. Exactly. He's OP. <laughs> We, I mean, I would have loved to talk about the dark tournament and kind of what he gets into. <laughs> Next summer, we got to. <laughs> yeah, dark <laughs> tournament is some and what he gets but... into with that. Because when I got to episode happened. 26, I was ready to keep watching. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I was the same way, right? Like, I think we hit this momentum point, especially when they in- introduced it to girl, to girl Brothers. And I was just like, I'm about to continue. Play. And then I was like, nah, I got to stop. Because, like, I'm the kid who would read ahead yeah. in school. And then fuck up when it came to yeah we'll be talking about it right now like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and and I would be like confusing parts of like things that happened in the future and I'm like you read ahead didn't you and I was like yeah a little bit it's like motherfucker you wasn't supposed to but so I have to like pause myself but I'm I'm you know may return to it at some point I think yeah. um no especially when we once you get into the mix of like kind of how everything is going on it's like okay especially during this part right and then we go into the next uh the next arc a little bit with genkai's tournament always got to have a turn like always tournament Tournament kings right here this show yeah and and this arc reminded me so much of um it remind i mean there's hunter hunter in it for sure hunter Mm -hmm. exam yeah 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 the hunter exam for sure yeah um and i think the hunter exam is a much more expanded version of this oh for sure so many different ways definitely and I think it it, it 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 tops this to me, in my opinion. Um, it does. It does. Um, because it introduces so much. I think it. it's because so many other characters mean things in that Hunter tournament compared to this one, where it's mm-hmm. only kind of like maybe three. Um, <laughs> but and yeah. I'm not even including um, fake Chaozu. Um, but... <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Genkai's tournament. It also reminds me of um, the 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 other world tournament in Dragon Ball. The yeah. one after the one with um, oh with uh, Picon. Picon, yeah. No, 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 no. Not not that one in Dragon Ball. Sorry. Oh, Dragon Ball. Oh, oh, you you mean the one um, the um, fortune teller Baba? Yeah, Baba's oh. island where Goku winds up meeting Gohan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminded yeah, yeah. me of that a little bit too. Um, and just kind of like the way it's structured. So it gave me that kind of like feeling as well. Um, however, I like this. There's, you know, an alternate theme. He's sent on a mission. He's like, yo, there's this demon here. You know, you don't want to get the spirit wave in the wrong hands. Genkai is like, yo, whoever wins, wins. I don't really got no moral compass or anything like that, to be honest with you. Um, just a whoever. Yeah, it's just a tournament. If it <laughs> wins, tough luck for the rest of you guys. I'm retiring. Um, what are your thoughts on Genkai? 
very stark difference from a lot of other uh, teachers, I would say, that's incorporated throughout the show. First, I mean, she's old like the rest of them, but most of them are males, to be honest with you. And that's yeah. why I like Gingo. Yeah, so that's what it makes it work, actually. Yeah, because she she takes no shit from anybody. Is always ready to remind somebody, like, listen, I don't have to go along with any of the shit that y'all are on right now. I just choose to do so because, to me, it kind of feels like the right thing to do. You know, um, mm-hmm. Genkai is also presented in such a way to where there's you 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 find out that okay she's this older psychic and she's got these powers, but you don't get any backstory of her in that exact moment, right? Right. Let's talk about that another time. And to, but, be, and to be honest with you, when you do get the when I got the backstory, I was like, oh my bruh. god, mm-hmm. hey man, let me say this real quick, man, young young Genkai. I had to get that off, man. Yeah. Relax. I had to get that off real quick. <laughs> she was gorgeous, man. I feel you. I feel you. No, but I mean, even and and those are the moments that I kind of like those are the moments I kind of wish were like presented a lot more throughout the show. And it is towards mm-hmm. the end. But I think mm-hmm. by the end, the in my opinion, the show kind of like flows a little bit so off the rails that it doesn't truly get back on, in my opinion. Yeah, Togashi um, started getting sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like, I always felt like, I mean, I don't know the actual story of it, but I always heard it was like, all right, I, I have this next series that I want to start. And <laughs> I just want to end this shit off real quick. You know, he actually um, felt really bad for ending uh, Yu Yu Hakusho the way he did. It was yeah. due to those health complications. Yeah, but he knew because he ended it that way that he had to do something to make up for how he ended it. Yeah. And that's why we have Hunter Hunter. That's a beautiful story. Mm-hmm. Um, with that said, it's a uh, this entire arc. I mean, we get to so the introduction of Kurobara and his spirit energy, and we see the spirit sword spirit now. Spirit sword, fire, great stuff, man. Love it. Very oh, versatile. Yeah. First of all, him having spirit energy itself, and just like yeah, he has it too. I wish it was a little bit more explanation for that, but I mean, at this yeah, point, you know. Um. He has spirit energy, great friend, great uh, opposition, kind of a little foil. It's interesting how Kurobara eventually grows throughout this entire series, and he becomes a lot more of the uh, level-headed one, especially yeah. compared to yeah. Yusuke. Yeah. Um, more to conscious and careful and all this other stuff like that, uh, whereas Yusuke kind of still continues to run headfirst into a lot of things. Um but we see a lot of introduced Kurobara. You can, I mean, they have those. What is it called? Those dark fights. What are the fights in the dark? It's, it's something along those lines. Fights in the dark. Like, dark fights. Yeah. I don't know. Dark fights. A dark tournament to say. <laughs> a dark um, arena. <laughs> but they go through these entire, you know, these processes, and it, and and it's this mission. However, that um, uh, did we even talk about Koenma? And well, Koenma, he's the guy who deals out the missions. He's the kid. Yeah. He's an interesting design as well in all of this. Um, the fact that he's a baby, or at least appears to be a baby in this. Young season. pacifier. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the mission as it goes is pretty much like, hey, there's this guy, Rando, wild name, um, who is evil, a demon. We need to get rid of him. They find him out in the tournament. He goes absolutely insane, breaks Kurobara's bones and shit. Mm-hmm. Just regular shit. And of course, you know, Yusuke beats him. Spirit gun. Spirit gun, you know, 
Spirit Gun times 10, or whatever it is at, at, at this point. Spirit Gun times 4, KO Ken, whatever. <laughs> um, Kyo Ken, sorry. I forgot who's in the room. Um, hey, what, you're good, brother. Yeah, I'm about good. to say, I like it. <laughs> you're good. That's what Rando you know, like. A, uh, actor. I don't expect it of you. Rando could have definitely been a, a fucking demon and, and demon slayer, bro. Oh, for sure. For <laughs> sure. I was thinking that the whole time. I was like, yo, if they had wrote this character now, he would have had a whole arc. Just put the lower moon in his eye and it's a wrap. Yeah, yeah it's a wrap. Yeah, he, it would have been he had killed a bunch of uh, demon slayers, you know what I'm saying? He had learned mm-hmm. their breathing style. All this, oh, man, listen. Listen. I'm telling you, bro. They would have done a lot. And, and speaking of Randall, going back to the voice actor thing, that's evil future chunks. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Listen, come on now. Everyone getting bread at this point. Or maybe they're not getting bread, but they're at least getting gigs. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. But... I mean, so that arc finishes. Uh, Yusuke ends up winning the tournament. He gets training by Genkai. Very off-screen training. I I love a good. If it's not, if it's not going to be like crazy, crazy, just do it off-screen. You know, I I think me sitting through Naruto and all the training things, I was just like, all right, we didn't need to. Hey, y'all, we made it out of that era, though. Oh <laughs> man, for real. You know, training arcs are. You know, here's five minutes, and then just know that they're much more powerful now. We were talking about that with the Demon Slayer last episode in terms of like, you know, you can kind of use the results are more so shown and their development are most show th- most shown through pretty much the missions and how well mm-hmm. they do at this exactly. point. Exactly. And especially exactly. in Demon Slayer by, by the virtue of them not dying um, right. through this entire thing. They get the brink close and Yusuke always gets to the close. I mean, he's always sacrificing his life to an instance. We talk about even the next arc with the Beasts of the Maze Castle. The Four mm. Beasts of the Maze Castle. Oh man, what um, a great arc! I love highlight, it. highlight. Yeah. Um. Fa- any favorite parts? Any favorite moments of that arc? He versus Seiryu. Oh man, good god, that was it, bro. Yeah, that made the whole thing. We almost did that uh, first season of Showdown, mm. but we ended up just covering. You know, we had to go to Dark Tournament. But man, like I, that was it right there. Yeah. A great showing, especially now that these guys are on the good side. Um, they've been reformed villains. I was like, oh, that was quick. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but amazing kind of back and forth. And just kind of like you see the battles, you see the development, you see the training and stuff like that. Um, Kur- you know, Kurobaru is like, you're not the only one that's been training you, skate. Like all this other shit like that. <laughs> and, you know, he's got some tricks with his spirit sword. Yeah, real Vegeta mm-hmm. shit right there. Yeah. yeah, it's a let me show you, but yeah, he is truly the star of this arc in his yeah. battle, and you kind of see how kind of frightening he is in an instance and trying to also keep up with Yusuke itself. Um, Yusuke goes into the final battle with oh god, one of my Suzaku. There you go, Suzaku. So many names, so many people. Sorry, right, I got so many, you. So many interesting designs, yeah. Um, seriously. <laughs> Meanwhile, on Earth, everyone's getting turned into villains. <laughs> there are bugs going into people's ears, and they turn into villains. The premise of this entire arc was that the villains did no longer want it to be. Was it all right? Let me let me run back to present of this arc. Um, damn, I didn't write it down. But the demons wanted didn't want to be kicked out of the spirit world. Mm-hmm. 
So they cause havoc in the real world because they were like, yo, we don't want to get kicked out because they were getting kicked out. It was, it was like, it, it, it was this drama between, you know, the spirit, the demons and the thing, and now they're inhabiting the human world and now everyone is becoming essentially human in this aspect. And um, no, everyone is com- becoming a demon in this demon. aspect. And Keiko and Botan are having a tough time um, going against all these demons who are like teachers. And it was kind of like, it was very weird. It was giving me a lot of like One Direct Priority kind of vibes. Yeah, I, okay. like, I, th- I thought but, it was a bit uh, jumbled. I thought it was a little bit too like I'm like why y'all fight I don't know it just it, it was a little bit off to me I was like why are they why they find so why I don't really like these teachers anyway so I don't even think they needed to become demons yeah they were already they were already demons to us <laughs> like but nonetheless um they going through that aspect so uh, Yusuke is trying to save that world, trying to save this world. He's going through all the entire process. He eventually defeats Suzaku, puts his life on the line to do it, um, as most you know anime protagonists do. Got to do it. Yeah, got to. You lose your shonen, bro. <laughs> True. <laughs> Be careful, bro. You'll get canceled out here. <laughs> you got to put your life on the line. You got to jump in front of a Kamehameha yeah, wave or we'll uh, killing your ass or something. Um, to get him make it happen but eventually he does and then he gets revived when scorbara gives a little bit of his own you know spirit energy to or life energy or life and spirit i don't know at this point it's the same thing um to make this happen and you know what they're alive and they're back kicking again and they've got their now we head into the final arc this five arcs yeah one saga, pretty much 25 episodes um the last one is the you can't it's not really the Yukina arc, but I want to say it's the Yukina arc. Close enough, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it is the rescue. It's, it's called rescue. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Yusuke and Kurobara want need to fit. You need to rescue Yukina. Yukina is Hiei's twin sister. Yeah. Why are they thinking it? Because her tears. Hold on. Her tears are very, very valuable. Let me actually get the... Let me let me be an actual... I wrote this down, and then apparently I don't have it anymore. Um, <laughs> hold on, give me a second. Okay. So. Huh, interesting. Okay. So these There's too many different things. Um, <laughs> you get the VCR, which ends up becoming a videotapes and vcrs and and, and later in this arc um (laughs) rescue a girl named yukina who's being held captive by a gritty old businessman named taru kane Mm. who's the ugliest guy that i've ever seen in my life he's grotesque even uglier than some of the demons (laughs) yeah yeah real grotesque the true elephant man in this um Yukina has the ability to create rare pearls from her tears, and these pearls cost millions. That's why wow. Tarukane is forcing her to cry all the time for his business to bloom. Bitch! <laughs> you know, just just putting her down, bro. Just yeah. <laughs> Why don't um, you look happy, goddammit? I know, right? Like, come on. like Just cry, damn it. Um, putting the onions just... in front of her face. And <laughs> in this arc, we meet Shizuru Kurobara. 
Louis Kuwabara's sister. Uh, I'm still confused of her place in this entire show, but I'm not mad. But I'm also like, yo, what? I don't even know if she was needed. It feels like Togashi was like, okay, I gotta have at least one female character that's like can actually stands her ground on everything. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) can actually do something. Yeah. To me, she just like I don't have. I mean, I've only watched this series once, and I haven't watched past for past this a lot. To me, she's just like cool, smokes, gets out of dodge, Mm. you know, support character to the supportist, just another girl to kind of like be with the group. Um. But I mean, she's around, and she can also see spirit stuff because apparently it runs in the Kurobara family. That's mm-hmm. how it's explained in the dub or the show. It's true. So I, was, so I was like, okay, all right, I guess, yeah, sure. Um, Kurobara loves Yukino. He loves her to the point it's like immediately. Yo, I, yeah, it's like he saw a girl on Instagram and was like, "Yo, I got <gasps> it." <gasps> double, double click. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because he immediately went from Botan to Yukina. Like, yeah, he was, he was ripe. He he was very choosy. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Very choosy. Yeah. So they begin their mission. They head out. They got to defeat everything that's thrown in the way, and they actually do. I mean, they look incredibly impressive through this entire arc between Yusuke and Korobara. Like they are like bodying everything. Spirit gun here. Spirit sword here. Throw something on top of someone. It, I feel like um, they hit their stride a little bit, especially coming from the last arc, which was probably the highlight for me. But yeah. you could tell they wanted to finish it off, you know, letting us know that there was like a foundation of a lot of powerful characters. And like uh, at that point, the, the group was pretty much together. So this arc really ends up being in, you know, as much as we love Yukina, to me, this is the preamble for the Dark Tournament arc. Yep, yep, exactly. Because it introduces Tagaro, the Tagoro brothers. And we have their first battle between Yusuke and Kurobara versus the Takuro brothers. And, I mean, it goes off with a fake. I mean, it's like a fake victory. Uh, He uses the spirit sword. Kurobara uses the spirit sword propelled by the spirit gun, which I don't know how that didn't kill him. How did he just not get hit? Like, he he just carried him. To pierce through the body of giant Takuro. And... Eventually, to girl, I mean, he lives after it. I mean, he just pops it right out after a while. Um, but they do get to save Yukina. They do get to, you know, he does get to reunite with his twin sister, even though he doesn't tell his twin sister that that, that they're twins. <laughs> you know, we can just chalk that one up to the game, guys. I don't want to even discuss that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened there. I don't you know, know what he was thinking, man. I don't know. I, I've only, I can't, I cannot sit here and say that I've read this manga all the way through. But I don't remember it being different. So it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's just chalk that one up. If anything, this is one of the rare cases where an anime is kind of presented better than the manga. I, mm. I actually agree. I yeah. actually agree. I you know what? I'll be real. I think Hunter x Hunter kind of thrives in that way a little bit too. But you know, Hunter x Hunter is a lot of reading. So yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, this I mean, uh, they use a lot of narration in this thing too. Not mm-hmm. as much as Hunter Hunter, but they definitely oh, use true. a lot of yeah, narration yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, throughout this as well. But that's kind of how we end the arc of like you know, Yusuke suit saves Yukina. Everyone's kind of happy. Everyone's kind of chilling for the for the most part. And then you see on the next episode, Yusuke gets visited by a mysterious you know motorcycle figure yeah. and the Bintaguro and Dark Terminator and stuff like that. But 
this first, I mean, the Spirit Detective saga of Yu Yu Hakusho, um, would you say it does well in kind of like establishing everything moving forward of what we see? You see a lot of kind of first arcs, or at least first seasons of anime, and I'm looking at Jujutsu Kaisen, I'm looking at like, you know, I guess Dragon Ball to an instance. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um and more of the things around this time, I'm thinking like, um, what are the animates kind of around this time? Um, it's, it's it's a little bit too early for some of the bigger ones after, like One Piece or um, Roroni Kenshin or stuff like that, right? Um, Saint Seiya, Fist of the North Star, those are really big influences um, at this point in time, right? But this is also a a crux of where shonen is changing. We're getting to more like high, hot blooded characters mm-hmm. as opposed to it just being like this big muscular guy who's just going to take on everything. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, I do enjoy the way it sets up so much in the, in the story. You have your four main characters. We don't have too many. Um, we don't, we don't have too much in the way of what their the other two's motivations are, other than the fact that they're like, "Hey, listen, we got off of the crime, so of course we'll stick with y'all, right?" Yeah. Um, but it even does well at introducing us to who would be the first main villain, and showing us like a comparison of like, "Oh, wait, like there's there's a level of strength far beyond anything we've seen so far." Absolutely, I would say the one difference that this show kind of. Ha- doesn't have compared to animes now at least yeah. um to me it doesn't have Yu Yu Hakusho at this point especially where we end off here it doesn't really have a very overarching goal that's no, true the end. and I think that's where the hindrance come especially towards a little bit of the last arcs because it it, it, it becomes a little bit directionless in terms of what are we actually do- like what is Yusuke's actual goal in, in in this does he have a goal or are we just doing these spirit missions what's koenma's actual goal towards this? right um what yeah, there is, is no i want to be the most powerful yeah. right you know, it, it's it whereas i think very... even in hunter hunter it's like i want to find my dad and yeah yeah you still have that show. right but i don't know i i feel like the story it's it's kind of like the theme it's like these are all my friends and i'm gonna do everything i can to protect them Mm-hmm. And that's basically what they run with the entire time, but it, it just works, you know. But I, I don't know. As far as like the f- watching the first season back again, even though it does start off in a way where you, you're, mind, you're not really sure where it's going, I think they do a really good job developing the characters that you really just need to know about. Um, we've discussed it many times. It's, it's just how he how he gets down with his, you know, with the way that he writes stories, um, but. Considering everything that happens out of the um, after this, maybe the first time running through it for people, they weren't necessarily like they were intrigued and they were interested enough to see what else happens next. But I there's there's no way that they thought what they got next would be as good as it was. I just I'm at least coming off of season one, if that makes sense. Like That's I think true. season one is is great and it's gonna it's, it's, it stands well. I think it 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 aged fairly well, I would say. But I don't think people would have imagined getting. Uh, uh, what they got in season two from watching it. But yeah, I mean, it's a classic. I would almost say that season one it does a good job of establishing the show as literally as advertised, right? Mm-hmm. Yu Yu Hakusho just means ghost report. 
Right. It's just a show about this guy who can deal with spirits and he's a detective. Mm-hmm. As is. You're right. In most animes nowadays, we would have a clear goal in mind for somebody, or there would be some sort of overarching, like in the background stuff that's building up. But we don't have none of that. None of it. But you could tell he you couldn't tell he he obviously uh he know I think he noticed it himself. Yeah. When he started working with Hunter on Hunter Hunter Hunter, because a lot of that stuff did get cleared up. And I think some of the things that maybe was missing from Yu Yu, he he made sure that he you know, added in Hunter Hunter in a way. Um, and of course, he did some other stuff too. But you know, I, I think it just—it's just his style. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Yu Yu is always gonna have a special place, probably to everyone who's into anime uh, or, or manga for that matter, because it is one of those, you know, Godfathers, one of the ones you can always look back on or put somebody on if they've ne- if they're not into you know anime. It's just—it's an easy watch, I would say. That's true. And it also does a good job at, because it's so ambiguous in the beginning, there's a lot of questions that get answered two or three arcs from now that you yeah. don't even think to ask yourself. Yeah, yeah. Which is, because you're just nice. taking everything at face value. There's, I mean, there's a question I always ask at the end of this stuff, and then I'm going to do something fun at the end of it. But um, question I ask, a reboot. Would you be here for a Yu Yu Hakusho re- reboot in any kind of way? Do you feel like the show, and in in terms of the reboot, would you like it as more of a Hunter Hunter two thousand eleven, mm-hmm. or would you would any in terms of evolving the aspects of the show and kind of making it a lot more digestible in the two thousand twenty two format of anime? Would you take that as well? Um, would you? Or would you personally not care? Are you kind of like good where Yu Yu Hakusho is in its mm-hmm. place in its history? Like, what do you guys think? I'm good where Yu Yu Hakusho is. At the same time, I do feel like a 2011 Hunter Hunter style version of Yu Yu Hakusho would help carry on that legacy mm-hmm. um, because Japan's really big about introducing its most famous IPs to a new generation of kids. Yeah, they love that shit. Um, the, the cool thing about Yu Yu Hakusho is there's no filler. So you don't even have to say, oh, we got to trim this out. There, if anything, they would might spend a little bit more time ex, you know, giving further background to things, sure. which is always yeah. nice. Yeah. But uh, I, I think it would, it would be serviceable, especially um, that there was an OVA that came out about the last yeah. couple of chapters a few that? years back, and it yeah. looked so good. It looked I incredible. Wanted- I wanted the whole show like that. I really yeah. did. I, I don't know. I, I I mean, I would welcome it. I think if it is, like, if there is a way for it to happen, I think the time is probably recent. So, I mean, if there was any way of, like, you know, a production team getting its hands on it and allowing to, like, redo it, I think the time would definitely be now. But I'm not, like, looking for it. It's kind of like what I spoke to you about a few weeks ago, Mills, with, like, seeing Dragon Ball redone. Um, mm-hmm. and then you sent me like the intro to the movie and I saw like some new animated look. I just thought it would look, it looked beautiful just off nostalgia, but I don't know if we need it. That's true. I know. Uh, but I would welcome it with open arms, you know, obviously, uh, plus something this refined is not going to like, they're not going to ruin it or anything. It's not, it's like, it's the last thing in my mind for it to get messed up. So if they decide to do it. Sure, yeah. Just add a few things. You don't have to take anything out. I got one last game that I want to play with everybody here. Let's go! <laughs> it's called 
Hunter Hunter or Yu Yu Hakusho? Oh man, <laughs> it's not gonna be a very fun game for me. <laughs> All right, first question: Yusuke or Gone? Gone. Yusuke. Hmm. Damn, I am the deciding vote in all of this. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Yusuke. Yeah, I feel like Yusuke is not a crime, baby. I feel like Gon is kind of a flawed character. <laughs> Gon <laughs> is Yusuke's son. He's supposed he, to be. Yeah, you know what he, I mean? He is flawed. He is he's flawed. flawed. Not not in terms of like the way he developed, but just like no, he's flawed it's, as a person. Yes. yes, as a yeah. person, he's very fucked up. Yeah, and, and it it would be it would be great to touch on that in some kind of way. Ah, uh, you, know, you know, where where Killua just, just shakes him <laughs> and just like yo nigga, chill out. <laughs> I have some theories about that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um. Okay. The hold on. Let me make sure. I get this arc right. Actually, let's do this. How about this? Kurama or um fuck, what's my guy? Kurapika. Oh man. That's really tough. I actually think they're very I feel like they're very like they both have reasons. Yeah. You know, like um Oh man, you know, I'm I, I'm not gonna not I'm not voting against Kurapika. I have to go with Kurapika only because the the backstory, the best mm-hmm. development. Yes, yes, no, yes, absolutely. Hunter, Hunter, easy. And Karama's entire deal is, I've got Yoko in me, and I'm worried about my mom. It doesn't yeah. go any further than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real. I, to be fair, though, on to be fair to you, you Karapika's story is literally still unfolding. So yeah, you yeah. Know, but yeah, 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 yeah. York New City arc or the Dark Tournament arc? Oh goddamn! <laughs> Come on, man. Um, is, these are hard decisions we got to make. Blame Tagashi, uh, man. This is a Tagashi special. This is an old real with you. It would have been a harder choice for me if you had put like the uh, the Chimera Ant arc. I have to say Dark Tournament. Yeah. I think York New sets everything up, you know, in like a very beautiful way. But Dark Tournament is the greatest tournament in anime history. Motherfucking right, you know. So I can't vote against it. I just can't. Okay, I'll say it's tied with the twenty. All right, look at you. There he is. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Listen, bro. Sorry, I was waiting bro. for it. I, I tried to feed it to you a little bit. Come <laughs> Piccolo. It just goes too hard for me, man. I can't. It's, it's tied. It's, it's tied. Cool, man. It's cool. Oh, oh God. Okay. Um, that was great. Um, hold on. Let me try to. I'm try, I'm finding something else. I just want to make sure I'm doing this. I'm just letting you know. This is all. Off the top of my yeah. head, that makes it better. Um, let's see. Okay. <laughs> um. Ha. <huh. laughs> Hold up. Killua or Hiei? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm. I mean, I'm. You know. <laughs> you know honestly, Killua, like, bro. there's, there's my. You know, my dog's name is Killua, bro. Like, I'm not. Killua is probably my favorite hunter hunter character outside of marijuana you know so like yeah i mean I, I and i get going either way i do but i love kill it's he a for me he was my nickname in high school man, hey, like, man. i love i, I can't i can't hate on it i can't hate this no way listen all right i can't believe this one man mm-hmm. created all these 
incredible characters, though. For real. I really can't believe it. It's incredible. Would you rather have spirit energy or Nen? Nen. Spirit energy, because at least I understand how that shit works. Hey, bro. You can do anything with Nen, my nigga. <laughs> nah, Nen is too complicated for me, bro. Like, Nen I can't. <laughs> and what, what Nen would you have, bro? Um, I'll be, I would be a specialist, more than likely. Interesting. Okay. Okay. And spirit energy. Uh, anything that you've seen spirit energy wise that caught your eye, Jay? Oh man! Sword, spirit gun. Spirit gun is iconic, by the way. I, I yeah, know spirit gun. You can't. Yeah. You can't break that down. Yeah. So. The spirit wave when he uses it in the dark tournament. Yeah, boy. That, man, listen, listen. Or uh, the way the sensui uses spirit energy. That mm. shit went hard. Absolutely. We'll get to yeah. that soon. Final question. I got it. The ending of Hunter Hunter anime or the ending of Yu Yu Hakusho's anime. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Yu Yu. Yeah, because at least that's a complete ending. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hunter Hunter's not over, so. Ah, you know. uh, I mean, you mean this not over? Um, not over. Okay, you know what? We'll leave it there. Hunter Hunter, Yu Yu Hakusho, all Togashi. This is a Togashi. Shout out Togashi, yeah. man. He's a thing. First of all, Godless Togashi, bro. Man. Thank you, Jay, for coming through. More than glad to be here, though. Adding a lot of context, saving my ass in various moments throughout the episode. (laughs) That's what I'm here for, though. Listen, because the the show is still still pretty fresh to me. The first time I watched the show was in 2020 during the pandemic, and I live-tweeted it, and I had a great time doing it because I had so many questions and had so many experiences, and I didn't know how many people actually, like, watched this show. Mm -hmm. It's older. Um, It's older, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a, but during the time, and the, there was a big response in terms of people just like, oh my God, I can't believe you're watching this for the first time. I'm so jealous. Um, because, yeah, I mean, watching it for the first time as an adult was very inexpensive. Isn't that great, man? The community? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you're like, oh, you're just watching this? You, you just heard this album? You're fucking lame. Instead, it's like, wow, I wish I could watch it for the first time again. Yeah. That's that what makes it so special. Yeah. That was amazing. So it, it, it was quite a journey getting through this entire thing. But nonetheless, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I, I'll, I'll place this in one of my top 10 animes, despite yeah, all the inconsistencies with various different things. I think just the general premise of this show, and we'll get into more of it as we go on through you know, the episodes and stuff like that. Maybe we'll do it next summer. Maybe we'll do it you know, earlier than that. Who knows? But mm. I think just the overall spirit of this show is pretty, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a great show. It is. Um, a show about friends, a show about, listen, the, the lyric says it. You know it. <laughs> so damn self. That's One of the greatest OPs of all time, man. Um, of course, once again, thank you, Jay. You can listen to him, Subs Lie, Dubs Lie, every week on the Lookout you know, Network. Um, as we're doing this, so this week, so this is, you know, of course, this will be coming out the week. So the next two movies, you just did Tree of Might and... Um, Gosh. And Lord Slug. Lord Slug. There yeah. we go. So the next two movies that will drop, I guess, tomorrow after this episode. So we're going to date this yeah. episode. But what's the next two movies that you're doing? Cooler's Revenge and the Return of Cooler, man. Cooler, Cooler Double Pack. Wow. Double Pack Cooler. Yeah, man. I'm really excited. Hey, man. Bring Cooler back, man. I'm <laughs> saying Okay. My love, well, man. I'm saying I mean, with everybody Why else not? they have around, it, Cooler's the easiest character to canonize. He is. He is. Because it, it works. 
that's very true. That's very, very true. Um, so you have that to look forward to on Subslide Dubs Live this week. You also get a brand new episode of the Big Eyes podcast. I believe I want to make sure I get this right. So this is going to be all right. So they will be covering is, this, is it this one? It's Bakuman. They're going Death Note manga masterpiece Bakuman this week. So you guys, you know, definitely check out that episode as well. Um, I felt like I had a final thing to say, but I don't remember what I had. Oh, next episode that we're doing, guys. What's the next episode of the Summer at Kame House? That's a good-ass question. Um, the next episode will be... You know, I'm trying. I'm going to look for it to make sure, but I'm almost sure I know what it is already. The next episode will be Odd Taxi. Odd oh, Taxi. I'm ready for that one. I Let's can't wait to listen to that. Let's get it to it. My pick. It's my pick. I can't wait to get into it. I can't wait to talk about it. I can't wait to break this fully down and get into the nooks and crannies of Odd Taxi. So make sure you guys watch this. It's a very short series, a very enjoyable series. So make sure it's all dubbed now. You can kind of watch it all. It's one perfect. One. Um, it's really- it is. It's perfect. Um, So, yeah, we have that to look forward to at the Summer at Common House. We're going to continue rolling as we continue rolling. So thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next time.